That's 837-6411. Find them online, that great website, at vikingfence.com. And just remember, when you think fence of any kind in Central Texas and all through Texas, think Viking. Tenacious D and the Spicy Meatball Tour. Rightfully hailed as the greatest band on earth, Tenacious D are coming to you live this Friday, Germania Insurance Amphitheater. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Tenacious D live in all their glory. Seeking specialized patient-focused orthopedic care? Contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics. Our physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults. Spine care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and more. Whether it's a mobility or movement issue or a traumatic injury, our goal is to get you back to good health and quality of life. Visit us at TXOrtho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. How come? You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Ping pong. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. This hour brought to you by the 40 Acres brand of apparel and the University Co-op. Longhorn apparel built exclusively for the Longhorn family of fans. Ask for the 40 Acres apparel at the University Co-op. You're listening to KTAEAM Elgin. K270CO Round Rock. Texas Sports. The Horn. The Horn. Guests on the Horn appear courtesy of the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. Vaqueros now delivers and offers curbside pickup. For info on placing your lunch or dinner order, visit vaqueroscafe.com. Okay, we're all in take five. Hook them up with E and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. All right, Ian Rod B, we roll on. Bottom of this hour, we'll be halfway through our five-hour extravaganza. Five hours a day, five days a week. It's Austin's only local morning sports conversation, bringing you the in-depth Longhorn conversation you seek, the college football, the National Football League. We got you covered. Also just had bullish or BS, good stuff there. This says uh, Wyoming coach trying to hype them up so they implode. <laughs> I don't know that this team is built to implode, but we'll see. We'll see. That's, They're a good uh, team, though. You ain't done it until you done they, it. They look good. They certainly do, and they played for one another. They talked about how close they were as a, as a group and as a team, and you know that's how you overcome some adversity on the road and, and pull together and overcome some early mistakes and then uh, you know, outplay a team like Alabama on the road so dominantly in the fourth quarter. Rod will have more on that coming up behind the burnt orange curtain uh, after re-watching and doing the deep dive statistical analysis and uh, video analysis, how the Longhorns pulled that off on Saturday night and how they can build on that moving forward. One other bullish or BS before the headlines. I just saw this drop. 
You see LeBron James is ready to commit to play in the 2024 Olympics? The Redeem with team, team. With, with, with Team USA? It's the Redeem team, baby. He wants to see, hey, got to redeem themselves. They just lost. Yeah, Man. in the FIBA World Cup Sunday. Yeah, Fourth place finish. Make sure he's representing American basketball, baby. I like it. Yeah. I'm, on, I'm on Father Time. Speaking of somebody giving the middle finger to Father Time. That's LeBron. LeBron is also doing a good job of it. Him and Tom Brady probably have done the best job of it of any mm-hmm. athletes in the history of American sports. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> and we just saw somebody just sent me the text of <laughs> or the video of Aaron Rodgers super close up on his yeah, left. Yeah, you can see it. It pops. Well, you know, that the, you know, you've heard that when it, when it goes, it's just like a rubber band because it stretches down mm. into your ankle and connects everything. And when it gives, it just it pops up into your calf. Yeah, it kind of explodes up there, and, especially the way he was torqued and twisted. Oh man, you, I mean, it, you can see it on the video. You can definitely see something in that calf pop up. Yes, pop it, out like a rupture. It looks like something moves, and it's it ain't good. And did he have a calf issue earlier? In training camp, uh, I, I I thought he had yes, a calf. He did. He did. He had a calf issue, and I believe it's that same calf. So, you know, that's the way Father Time works. We all know this. I mean, yeah, it seems like something minor, and then all of a sudden yeah. you're playing, and all of a sudden you're you're being dragged down by a 300 pound man, exactly, or you know Leonard Floyd, and all of a sudden you give, and you're you know you you stretch, and it doesn't it, does, it just pops. And we talked about the biggest issue for the Jets going into this season was what offensive line, exactly. And on the first, first series, he got beat. his right tackle got beat on the first play. His left tackle got beat on the second play <laughs> so, or the fourth play, and all of a sudden he's out for the year. Yeah, now. so you can get all the weapons you want. You can get the great quarterback, but you better make sure that O-line is taken care of to protect that quarterback. And I don't know if the Jets did enough. And they did some things, but I don't know if they did enough to insulate uh, that pass protection. Yeah. Ryan Rodgers. No doubt, no doubt. So, uh, all right, let's get to the headlines. If you missed it last night or uh, turned it off after Aaron Rodgers suffered the injury, went out, what a game, what a finish. The Jets found a way. Speaking of resilient, let's get you caught up. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. And, yeah, Monday Night Football wrapped up week one, an exciting week one of the NFL. It was a dramatic night in New York, obviously, very emotional. It's the uh, 22nd anniversary of 9-11 to start the game. Uh, And then the – with the Jets hosting the Bills. And then on the fourth snap of the season, Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers suffered what is feared to be a significant Achilles tendon injury, crushing blow for the four-time league MVP and New York's aspirations this season. But the homestanding Jets still rallied behind their backup quarterback, Zach Wilson, and their great defense. They forced four Josh Allen turnovers, three interceptions, and a late fumble uh, in Made the comeback uh, inside the five-yard line, trailing 13-6 to late in the fourth quarter. How about uh, Zach Wilson giving his top target, Garrett Wilson, a chance to make a play, and boy, did he ever. Garrett Wilson, wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. There is no way he amazing. caught that. One-handed tap-it-to-yourself catch in while being covered. One of the best catches you'll ever see. Uh, game ended up tied at 16 in overtime. On a, and after a three-and-out on their first series in OT, Buffalo punted, uh, probably shouldn't have, to the dra- Jets' undrafted rookie from Stephen F. Austin, Xavier Gibson. Like Stephon Diggs. Sam Martin corrals the snap. It's a short punt. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go. Jets win it. Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. 
Game over. Then tackled by his head coach in the end zone. Robert Sala almost beat him to the uh, post. Uh, one other NFL note, Chris Jones back with the Chiefs, effective immediately. Signs a one-year contract after the long holdout. College football at his weekly Monday media availability yesterday. Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian praised his team for their resilience and their four quarters of intensity and effort on Saturday night in Tuscaloosa. But clear message now, the challenge is to build on the big win and keep getting better. That one game isn't going to define our season last week. What we do moving forward, um, you know, I think championship teams continue to improve as the season goes on. And we've got goals and aspirations of, of being champions this year. We've got to continue to improve this week, and uh, that was the starting point here this morning. Longhorns have welcome Wyoming to DKR this Saturday night. The Wyoming Cowboys also yesterday, UT announced that the kick time for the Baylor game, their first conference game, September 23rd, week from Saturday, will be 6.30 on ABC. Major League Baseball, great Monday night for the Texas Rangers. They pounded the Blue Jays 10-3 in the opener of that crucial four-game series north of the border. Uh, then they sat back and watched the AL West leading Astros lose to the A's. Mariners lost to the Angels. So on one night, the Rangers move into second place in the AL West, two and a half back of Houston, and into the final wild card spot in the American League. Corn headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. The heat's made us crazy. Get up to $100 off select steel backpack blowers and employee pricing on all zero-turn mowers in stock this month at Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Yeah, the NFL, so unpredictable. The Jets become the first team uh, this season, actually, because the only team this week in week one to uh, complete a double-digit comeback for a win. And Josh Allen throws three interceptions all to the same person. (laughs) Now, you're going to write this NFL script, which some people believe there is a conspiracy, uh, that there is an NFL script. If you're going to write this NFL script, it would be a dark comedy. With Aaron Rodgers going down uh, fourth play of the game, and then, you know, you got uh, the three interceptions for Josh Allen, then the fumble from Josh Allen, and then it ends on a walk-off punt return touchdown for a uh, touchdown to win it all by an undrafted free agent. Like I said, it would be it'd be like the Sopranos or like Secession. It'd be a dark comedy where you end up laughing way more than you thought you would, but you're watching something that is pretty dark uh, and after all, but ends up being, I don't know, but ends up being a winner in the end because I think they they won they won in dramatic fashion and if you did watch the game you were thoroughly entertained. It just the script did not go according to most people's projections and predictions. No, but you were entertained. It was entertained. Well, I mean, it was overtime. Well, and that what's the best scripts are the best dramas. They were like, oh, I didn't Unpre- expect that yeah, to happen. Exactly. The twist, right? That the was M. Night twist. Shyamalan twist. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that coming in sixth sense. I mean, uh, come on. Uh, yeah, uh, we certainly didn't see that coming. By the way, Cowboys still. Three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Jets this weekend. That is going to be a defensive battle. The over-under right now is 45. These are two of the three, in my mind, three best defenses in the league because the Jets were a top-four unit last year on defense, and they're better this year. They are better. Yeah, you're better in Robert Sala's uh, system. But it's going to be a challenge to play at AT AT&T Stadium this week. 325 the kick time. Cowboys were ultra-impressive. Um, Might have been the most impressive performance of any team in the league, potentially. But you could argue, in terms of defense overall, um, the Miami Dolphins in that conversation. Of course, the 49ers in that conversation. Cowboys are in that conversation, too. Yeah, I think those three, I mean, were the most impressive. I mean, uh, as we said, both going going on the road against – you know, a quality opponent, whatever the Giants are going to be. They were a 9-7 and seven team a year ago and in the playoffs and divisional flow that knows you very well and to th- just thoroughly whip their ass like that was impressive. And equally, the 49ers doing what they did to the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, just, you know, beating them like they were. And they stole some. 
<laughs> they were fighting your mom in the port potty. <laughs> that is a great reference. You got to keep that going. I'm you going gotta, with it because everybody everybody knows it now. The yeah. video went viral. Everybody's like, "Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. she did. Well, yeah, you know what? Yeah, she did." I think uh, we had a texture called the Romper Stomper. The Romper Stomper. The Romper Stomper, baby. I love it. Uh, here's a little nugget for gambling uh, enthusiasts out there or degenerates, whatever. I'm a degenerate too, just not of the gambling variety. Since 2010, teams that win their opener by 21 or more points have gone eight and. 20 against, against the, spread. the spread in week two. But the Cowboys are favored by three. Just throwing it out three there. Three and a half. Three and a they, they won 40 0, 40 nil against the Giants. Well, I'll, take, I'll, take the, I'll take the Cowboys to win that by, by three, at least three. Well, that's more. an amazing stat, but it makes sense. It's the NFL, especially when you're humiliated on national TV. You typically bounce back. Uh, these are professionals, right? They're, the league is built for parity, so when yes, a team beats someone by 40, that's Ooh. not supposed to happen. So, yes, the Cowboys were really good, but the Giants were really bad. The Steelers were – the Niners were really good, but the Steelers were really bad. Hey, Steelers, you might want to cover Brandon Ayuk. I mean, I mean, oh, it's tough, but same time, you you got to be on points. So that's typically why that bounces back because teams who do get humiliated right. mm-hmm. have a tough week of practice. And it's very similar to Texas with Rice. That You know, Sark was not happy with the effort, especially on his offensive line and some of the toughness they showed against Rice, even though it was a vanilla game plan. And they had a hard week of practice, and, you know, it helped sharpen them for a great performance on Saturday night. It happens in the National Football League, too, because you're great you know, point. It's designed to all be three-point games. Oh, yeah. That's why tanking is so hard. People are like, man, why can't you just tank? Why, why is it so hard? Well, because the players in the locker room ain't tanking. <laughs> That's the front. The front office is tanking. All right, that, they're the ones who are making decisions to that are not in the best interest of a, for a winning football team. Right, they're not trying to win games, so they're tanking. But the players in the locker room, like uh, they man, don't understand. Like tanking. he said, we're fighting for jobs. Like right. Right, for Rod, right. we ain't tanking. I'm fighting for my damn job. I'm trying to get on a roster. I'm trying to make a roster. I'm trying to get to that that bonus Whoa. or that incentive, whatever it is. And the coaches, same thing. The coaches aren't necessarily tanking either. Not a head coach, he might be involved in it. But your assistant coaches, they're not tanking. Well, that's why <laughs> that's why the, the story became so huge with the Dolphins when the head coach was being offered bribes, essentially, by the owner to tank games. And he's like, we're not tanking games, we're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> now, the tanking comes from the top. That's right? the front office. Front office who does the, tank. Who had the yeah. number one pick last year? The Bears, right? Because mm-hmm. the Texans the Bears. screwed it up. But, oh. uh, but remember what they do? They traded Khalil Mack. They traded Roquan Smith during the season. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 you can start trading off assets. I mean, the, the, the Cardinals, yes, they nearly beat Washington. Thank you. Great but, point. <laughs> but they, they they were getting rid of I mean, They cut Cole McCoy. Um, you know they're going to be they're going to fight here early, but they know they have no depth behind that. They they let go of DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, all the moves that they made ahead of it, and they'll start. They'll, Isaiah Simmons was traded. Mm-hmm. They'll keep doing that. Uh, the front office knows what they want. They want Caleb Williams. Cut Cole McCoy. Players don't want that. Players, players are going to play. Yeah, players are playing for their job. And wait till act- the next storyline with the Cardinals when, hey, what is is, Car- is Kyler Murray healthy? Nah, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Nah, we know what. Mm, we want to make sure he's absolutely one hundred percent. And then by the time they're like <laughs> one and eight, they're going to go. Well, we're just not going to bring him back this year because we're one and eight. Why would we do that? <laughs> right? They want to maintain the the, uh, the ability to, to move. Agree. And then after that, he's going to be looking great in all the workouts. Oh, yeah. oh he's amazing. Here comes he, the script. He looks better than ever. I mean, honestly, he put on muscle. He's lost the weight, and his leadership. Oh, he's Leadership. He's actually stopped playing the game. He doesn't even game anymore. He's not even a gamer. He threw his game away, apparently, is what I heard. There's in the trash. He doesn't even play the video game. He just watches film all the time. That's what I'm hearing about Kyler Murray yeah, until he's he traded. He got rid of his game console. Yeah, he got rid of it. Threw it away. Yeah. Uh, no. no more Call of Duty. He's now all film all the time. You guys want him. He's worth the first round draft. Yeah, he's Ball of Duty right now. That's what he's about. That's right. Yeah. You got to see it. We'll, we'll put out videos. Exactly. The videos of the film working rooms. out. Yeah. And that's when the tanking will begin. But you're right. I mean, no one, I mean, people. People were thinking that Tampa's tanking, right? Well, no one told Baker Mayfield that. 
Baker Amen. Mitchell. You're right. Let's go yeah. ball out. Baker's balling uh, out. But again, I, I, you know, the whole tanking conversation. I understand players are never going to go there. The front office will help do it for them. Then it's, it's such a, a parody league that a couple of players here and there can make the difference, yes, and then the injuries can. will set in, and you know that. But the players don't think about it. But look for the organization. If you can land Caleb Williams. I mean that's a decade move. I mean yeah. that's a, a generational player that sets mm-hmm. you up for a you know a run. And and so yes, they're, 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 it's wise at a lot of levels at the at the top. At the same time, the players and coaches aren't buying that. Uh, they will but as they continue to take losses though. That, yeah, just by the time happen. they get to to nine, ten losses, they're like, all right, you know, I'm making vacation plans. Definitely not making the playoffs. <laughs> hey, so can we uh, let me play this this piece of sound for you, Rod? Because I know coming up at bottom of the hour, we're going to go behind the burn orange curtain. Rod's deep dive analysis of the Longhorns' big win and what's to come. But uh, I thought this was interesting because you mentioned earlier, we were talking about Peyton Manning and the Manning cast and his Omaha Productions who do that quarterback show. Yep. Well, it turns out Steve Sarkeesian watched the quarterback show. Oh, nice. And he was asked yesterday about the trick plays that they ran, right? They went into, you didn't show any trick plays against, uh, against Alabama. Rice, Rice yeah, obviously. No. But they went in there and, and early just, just brought him out. But it turns out, according to Sark, that uh, seems, so he, he allows the players to kind of come up with some of these trick plays. And listen to Sark talk about what, why he does that and uh, the trick plays that, that worked and maybe didn't work on Saturday night. That show the quarterback um, with with Pat Mahomes on there, and th- I, there was a moment in there where they're talking about some of the plays they run in the low red zone and how they come up with those plays and who names the plays, and then you know Pat kind of is off on the side working on those plays, and you could just see kind of the joy and the excitement. You know, football is a grind, and when we go out every day, and it's if it's like it's like Groundhog Day, and sometimes you got to give them some things to kind of pick up the spirits, and so. When you practice them and they look pretty good, I kind of owe it to them to call it. And uh, so we, we called three of them in the first half. And I was joking with the guys today. I thought both reverses, we got about as bare minimum as we could get on those plays. Uh, I thought Xavier's reverse probably should have been a touchdown. AD and the ball comes out. But the pass probably would have been a touchdown if it's not for the pass interference. So they, they're instilling confidence back in me that I can trust them too. All right, pretty cool. Letting the players yeah. have some empowerment to, uh, around the the game plan and, and some play calling. If we practice them, we should call them. Yeah, no, I like I like the fact that he's trying to infuse the practices with joy. Right, he's, that's something that's top of mind for him. That's that's why the culture is so good there. You got a coach that's thinking about the disposition of his players and whether they're uh, finding any joy in practices and in the games. And he knows you shake things up with some really cool plays, some really cool concepts that they're not accustomed to running. And guys get really excited about that. And when you call it in the game, uh, then the, you get the focus in the practice on those types of plays they're not just thinking ah oh, coach is just practicing this for the sake for the hell of it we're never going to run this play they start thinking oh man we're actually going to run this double pass or we're going to run this double reverse or whatever it is and then you get that that crisp focus of the guys on the details because those trick plays are all about the details Right, it's all about the the hand, the mesh manipulation. It's all about you know the sleight of hand for the quarterback. It's all about the details of the alignment. You want to get a trick play right, it always gives itself away. But if you're really focused on the details, it won't be so obvious to the defense. Like you always talk about, it looks just like one of the other plays, but it's always a little bit of something that gives it away. Maybe the quarterback's under center. Maybe the wide receiver took some took a minus split. You know, what I mean? maybe the running backs are slightly offset. It's like, what's that's weird? Why is that? Oh, that's why. And, you, and, and I like the way you said that. You, you you typically call those in the in the low red zone, right? You're inside the the forty yard line. You're outside the twenty five, and you're gonna go. 
you know, you 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 still have a field position advantage typically on first down. You'll try to dial them up, especially like they did on Saturday night when they kind of do it out of a tempo look, right, where they're moving pretty fast, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. all right, let's call up that uh, that trick, trickery. And I agree with him 100%. Xavier Worthy should have gone to the house on that play. He He's going to regret cutting back inside because it was free to the outside. And with his speed yeah. and Christian Jones and, and JT Sanders out in front of him, that would have been a house call. That's the whole point about, you know, we, we've talked about this, you know, and beat this dead horse over and over again. It feels like it's only Tuesday. But they, there were points left on the board. They did not play completely clean yeah. Great game! Like if, if when you, the more you go back and watch and look at, it, you go, "Damn, hey, we left some points on the board there." Oh, that was a crucial play we missed there. That drop, that uh, where X Man should that the, the bad cut, the bad read of the block. There were a lot of those plays actually, and I'm not trying to be uber critical. I'm oh. just saying that's the beauty of the win was that. That, uh, in spite of all that stuff, this team was able to crystallize its focus. And in the fourth quarter, they played their best football as a team. All three phases, everybody locked in, crucial plays in critical moments. That's the beauty of it. And that's why, and tons of room for improvement. Yeah. And now the coaches get to coach. They get to go in there and go, see, look at this, man. If we we got to make this play. We're looking for perfect reps. Perfect reps. They get to go and actually coach, not have these guys with, Mac Brown used to always say, too much sugar on their back, all right, because they're really happy with themselves and everybody's patting them on the back and telling them how great they are on social media. It's giving you all the rat poison. You see Jalen Ford's tweet uh, the other day. Uh, I, I think it was uh, either yesterday Sunday. or two days ago. We're basically Jalen Ford and give Jalen Ford a lot of credit, man, because I think as a leader, it needs to be said. He's said, quote, um, I, okay, I've seen enough. It's all a rat emoji poison now. It's all rat poison. He always is like, nah, man, we're getting, we're getting way too much I love. love. That. That's the way leadership. too much love from y'all. Yeah, we are, no, 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 no. This ain't good. The, the mission ain't over. It's people acting like the mission is over, acting like we already uh, accomplished the goal and achieved. No, 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 no. We don't want that. That's not what we want to hear. It's rat poison. Don't listen to it. That's a leader in the locker room saying it, which means other guys are also communicating that same message. Rat poison. It is. I love don't, it. Listen, don't listen to us, Jalen. You don't listen to nothing we say. We don't matter. All that matters is the guys in that locker room that they believe and they know that it's going to be a day-to-day grind it's about week to week the process to hell with the product the product will take care of itself as long as you guys focus on the process i love that he's i love that he put that out there i promise you one of the things i'd be doing on the mental side of things is is you know infusing the locker room with a lot of the uh the clips coming or the you know the stories being written of alabama that nick saban's lost it they're not very good. Uh, they're sliding back. Almost trying to take discredit Texas for winning that game by 10 points, yeah. and it should have been more. There is some of that. There's some motivation to that. Now they're dismissing it because Nick Saban is uh, you know, sliding back and it's not as good an Alabama team. We said that going in. It's not as talented, but it's still Alabama. Mm-hmm. And they still have as talented a roster. And they'll be, they'll be a double-digit win team this year when it's all said and done at Bama. That's, uh, I, I, I believe that to be true. But you know, as far as motivation goes, there's no wrong. I mean, look, they're trying to slight you for your win. And you know, they still don't believe you. Trying to take it away They're from you. They're still not believing. Yeah. I like that. But uh, uh, either way, we'll hear more from Sark coming up behind the burnt orange curtain. We're also asking after one week of the NFL, who are you bullish on and uh, what are you concerned about? It's one weekend. Just like in college football, there's the natural overreaction to one football game. Especially, Rod, one football game when no one really played in the preseason. So there's going to be no. rust. And the defense yeah. is a large majority um, you know, ahead of the offenses. And as you gave the stat yesterday – you know, road teams dominated in week one against the spread and even won a bunch of road games. And it looked like Buffalo was going to do that last night until your guy Josh Allen started to give it away, give, give it, it away, away, give it away now. Was he, was he Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> yeah, I think that's Josh Allen's theme song. God. <laughs> give it away, give it away, I give it, it was... away now. He had this 37 turnovers. 
since the start of 2021. That's crazy. Yes. It's unbelievable. And all he had to do last night was protect the ball, and they're going to win the game. They got Zach Wilson, and they don't trust him. Peyton Manning didn't even know who the backup quarterback was with the Jets after uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Uh, that was bad, but yeah. or else that would have been another road win if the, uh, the the Bills had, you know, if Josh Allen could avoid being the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so week one, you know, you take your snap judgments, and uh, we'll talk about it with your with your team. And uh, as I said, D-Rod, I, I mean, Cowboys fans have every right to be excited. I mean, they looked tremendous. Their defense is as advertised. You score that many different ways. That's a scary team. Uh, but now they'll get the Jets, and you had the stat just now. Teams that win by 21 or more in Week One, yeah, double back, and they are eight and 20 against the spread. I mean, that's a there's there's fear of a letdown because it almost came too easy in Week One, and mm-hmm. then the you know, but the fact that the Jets found a way to win, found a way to win, found a way to double win. digit comeback win, which is which is crazy. But yeah, when you when you win the turnover margin by that much, when Josh Allen has four turnovers, three interceptions to the same person. And at 37 turnovers now, giveaways in his last 19 games. I don't know why Dak gets so much hatred. Dak had one season like that. Because he plays for the Cowboys. Yeah, he had one season where he was a turnover-prone quarterback. But that's not in Dak's nature. That's not who he is. That was an outlier of a season for Dak. The truth is, this is who Josh Allen is. This is... This is who this is the nat- this is his nature as a quarterback. He's a high risk, high reward quarterback. And the only time where we saw something different or we saw that uh he actually could be a little bit more responsible with football was when Brian Dable was his offensive coordinator. But ever since then he left, Josh Allen's kind of reverted right back to high risk, well, high he's reward. He's making too much money to be that that careless. Yeah. Uh, and it shouldn't be based on your paycheck, but he's your he's your franchise. Your franchise can't be that careless. Uh, on the field or off the field, right? I mean, you you've got to because uh, I saw I heard Dak taking heat yesterday from some people in the Metroplex and even locally because he did that eleven hour sedation to get his tattoo, and they're yeah. saying that's reckless. That's right. I mean, you, you sedated for eleven hours. Like, what are you doing? That's dangerous. Are you? Is there a medical professional at the tattoo house making sure this is okay? You're our quarterback, man. How does Jerry Jones feel about that? Yeah, eleven hours of sedation. Now, again, again, the same tattoo artist does like. Uh, Post Malone does all the stars, all the stars. Yeah, so I'm assuming it's, it's yeah. look. I, I was sedated a little bit last week. I mean, it's like going to the dentist, right? They're they're going to mm-hmm. do it carefully, but um, it, it, I don't think it's like unconscious sedation. They can relax you and do your 11 hour tattoo. But uh, that's that's the price of being the Cowboys quarterback. You're going to take a lot more heat than the Buffalo Bills quarterback. That's just Amen comes that. with the territory. Yes, it does. But, uh, but now you got Dak with a chance. Uh, you know, they, I mean, obviously the NFL is bumming that it's not Aaron Rodgers versus Dak Prescott and the Cowboys and the Cowboys. But um, and, and it's unfortunate you hate it for Aaron Rodgers. All right, coming back, we go behind that BOC. It's the Burn Orange Curtain. Rod's got all the analysis you need. We're talking Longhorns, talking Cowboys. For the end of the hour, we go off the record here on Hook 'Em Up with Ian Rodby. Sunny days are ahead as Ironworkers Local 482 Union is hiring 3,000 people right now for a huge new project. Maximize your potential today by applying at ironworkers482.org. That's ironworkers482.org. Looking forward to uh, the new Eyes on Texas multicast that we recorded last night to drop today. When it does, you'll see me wearing my, one of my favorite shirts. It's my uh, university, excuse me, my uh, 40 Acres collection. Another one of the polos that I've gotten there, and it looks sharp, man. It looks really good uh, combined with my, my new smile. I'm feeling great about it, but here's the deal. That 40 Acres collection, you can have them too, but get them before they run out. This is important. When you get down to the University of Texas Co-op on the drag, right there in Guadalupe, 
It's an exclusively that's the exclusive place where you find the Forty Acres collection. It's custom designed apparel for the whole family, and certain for you guys out there. They're looking for those great looking polos that no one else really has. They're limited edition. Uh, they look amazing, but most importantly, they feel great. They wear great, right, guys? You know what a shirt is that wears well. It's got the stretchy, you know, feels like you're wearing pajamas kind of. It's so comfortable, but it looks tremendous. You'll get a ton of compliments every time, and certainly every game day. And Forty Acres is not only designed and come up with these uh, this luxury apparel. Uh, that you're going to love to wear for every game day and just out and about. They've also made a financial commitment to the University Co-op and the Course Materials Scholarship, which gives free course materials to Longhorn students. So every penny of profit, every time you buy a shirt or, or a garment, uh, the Co-op, the, the profit goes directly to the material scholarships. And the Co-op thanks the 40 Acres for expanding the scholarship this academic year. So get by the UT Co-op, get geared up for the 2024 season. The Wyoming game kicks at 7. Get down there on the drag and get after it. It's the 40 Acres apparel line at the University of Texas Co-op. Hook them. It's been a while since we've seen this much action up along I-35. First southbound south of Highway 29, clearing up a crash that's in the Georgetown area, then near 1431, a wreck. So from Highway 29 to 1431, it's bumper to bumper. South of there, uh, toward Toll 45 to Palmer is heavy because of a crash. And south of there, toward Rundberg, a wreck. Now that one's off on the shoulder, uh, but still a lot of residual delays because of these earlier wrecks. And now northbound I-35 approaching Slaughter. We just got word of a crash in South Austin. Of course, if in fact that's blocking a lane of traffic, that's really going to be causing some major problems. Uh, those delays are already heavy through there, as you know. FM 969 at Gilbert Road. Uh, we've got a crash there. Here's what westbound on 290 at Old Kimbrough Road. That's going to be in the Manor area, and so big-time issues there. Palmer at Toll 130. Injury crash there, too. Southbound Mopac approaching the Domain. We've got a wreck. That's traffic. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Best Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Best Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. While interest rates are skyrocketing everywhere else, Diamonds Direct comes to the rescue. Now for a limited time, get 0% interest for five years on anything and everything. Now through October 1st, you get Diamonds Direct's incredible value price and spread your payments over five years with an unheard of interest rate of 0.0%. Nothing's held back. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets. At a time when you need it most, Diamonds Direct steps up for the best offer in the nation. Don't miss it. Get details, showroom hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. On approved credit. 
Hi, I'm Jenny Covert. At Covert Chevrolet in Bastrop, it's all about family. We're family owned and operated, and you'll always find a Covert on the showroom floor. We're forever grateful for your business. And that's why from sales to service to service after the sale, we'll do whatever it takes to earn and keep your business. Our customers are our family too. Come see what over two million customers already know. Covert Chevrolet, Highway 71 in Bastrop, covertbastrop.com. Find new roads. Texas Spirit started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. Back in the 90s, we had a dream as big as our home state. With grit, determination, and heart, we broke ground on the first legal distillery in Texas. Today, at the center of the craft spirits movement, we're still Texas-made and Texan-owned. Our copper caps line shelves, and we fill glasses with the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, maybe 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook em up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. Speaking of Josh Allen and the turnovers uh, last night, and there's some concerning video that's gone viral of uh, Josh Allen being taken down and smashing his head right on the crown of his head, right on the turf. Um, that looked like a pretty violent landing and uh, didn't what time brace the himself game was at all. That, that was, that was uh, in the second half, early in the second half. Okay. Um, where he just went face first, uh, like the crown of his head right on the turf and was drugged down while running. Uh, there was another one after his second interception, and um, according to those in the know in Buffalo, there was never a, a check for a concussion. And I, I don't want to you know, be the conspiracy guy, and he just had a bad game. But watching the game, that's to, that, I mean, there's – Maybe the Nebraska decision maybe, maybe the Nebraska quarterback makes those decisions, but yeah, man, with decision. the lead, he yeah. made some throws. You're just like, what is he doing? Very questionable decision making. By yeah. veteran quarterback, most turnovers in through five seasons of any player ever. Also, yeah. the most touchdowns. Well, now, now no, seasons, he's got 37 turnovers. in the last 19 games. He got 37 turnovers. So yeah, this is part of his character. So to that to, to Ty's point, I don't know if we can blame it on a I'm head not trauma. It. I'm just saying that but the they video should, they should have checked him. They should have checked that, him. He was yes. getting. I mean, he was not. He didn't slide once that entire game or try to get out. Well, of that's on every him. single time. That was a hard-headed guy. He was he's slaying an the irresponsible wood. runner as well. Well, the Definitely. video I just saw yeah. where he went face first and really head first uh, right into the turf with no no bracing at all. We saw Tua do it last year, but it hit back of his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a violent collision with the ground, and um, you know. The, the 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 fact that he was not checked and again this is the internet sleuths but the video is pretty compelling that uh, that should have at least warranted a, a look from the, uh, yeah, the independent should go neurologist. Into the tent. Yeah, at least um, check you out. That's what the independent neurologist is there for, and uh, you know <laughs> that's that's there that's the rule in place. Uh, so we'll see. But yes, obviously it was a disturbing night for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the Jets found a win. It was a dramatic victory, and it wrapped up a, a pretty exciting week one of the National Football League. Longhorns though, uh, basking in the glow of their win, and now the question is how do they you know, build on that and mm-hmm. improve. And, uh, and I, I loved what you said on the way to the timeout, that Jalen Ford with the tweet about the rat poison. I mean, that's what it's going to take, right? I mean, Sark and his yep. coaches can say all they want. It's going to be the players not getting caught up in you know, being patted on the back and, you know, all the, the way to goes on the campus and all that comes, right? They, they're kind of conquering heroes coming back from Alabama. You've <laughs> been a part of wins like that, Rod, uh, as a player. You've got mm-hmm. to put it aside and just, you, you know what, go back and work just like you did last week to play Alabama. Yep, finish the mission. Uh, folks still on the process. As a matter of fact, now, you know, this should reaffirm and confirm that the process works. 
right? And all the, the, the coaching and, you know, the practices, whatever the coaches are emphasizing, that all that stuff is actually working. You're, you've seen this team improve, get better in the fourth quarter, in clutch situations, situational football, the football IQ improved, the depth on the team improved. So now I would think it would be even a, a more uh, crystallized focus on the process now because anybody who was doubting whether the process was going to lead to the desired result, now there's no more doubt. It's like, no, man, we should actually work even harder <laughs> because yeah. this process does work. We can actually, you know, get the result we want, which is to be a championship team. Can we can we now focus even harder on that process, on the practices, on the film study, on the game planning, and try to replicate that week by week? So I that's the hope. But as we talked about, not everybody will have that uh that mindset. And some guys they're gonna celebrate a lot this week. Why wouldn't they? Um, and then maybe they won't be as focused. The leaders, though, like Jalen Ford, that's a good sign. They're the ones who got to keep the the keep everybody on mission. Yeah, yeah. Thumb on the mission or thumb on the on the focused pulse. on the mission. Hey, yeah. speaking of that mission, Rod uh, takes us behind the burn orange curtain with the deep dive conversation about the horns. Let's hit it. And they were all asking themselves the same question: What is behind? All right, speaking of the mission, uh, Sark spoke about uh, the big win for Texas over Alabama uh, yesterday when he spoke to the media at his weekly uh, press conference, and he talked about a lot of different things. First cut, though, is him, just his opening statement um, discussing his overall thoughts on the win over Alabama in Tuscaloosa. I think uh, just to reiterate some things from Saturday night and a couple things that kind of showed up, um, one, I thought this was a really good team win. You know, we, we talk a lot about being a versatile football team and, and having the ability to win you know, multiple ways. And I thought, quite frankly, all we needed all our ways to win Saturday night. And so I think it started with, you know, I thought our players showed great composure and poise in the environment, but also really good confidence. I, I thought they went into the game with the mentality and confident enough that, that they could go win that football game. And then they played like it regardless of some of the adversity that they were faced with. Um, you know, uh, I, I really just looked at today a lot of the effort. You know, we were meeting with the team and just there were some really exceptional effort plays that showed up. Um, even, even some that sometimes go unnoticed. You know, the, the ball came out a couple times offensively, uh, which is an area where we need to improve. But just the effort that our guys made to recover those balls. I know a couple of them were ruled down, but JT, you know, the fumble recovery on uh, uh, AD's fumble, uh, the effort by Jonathan Brooks downfield on, you know, on JT's that they end up ruling an incomplete pass, but there was such extreme effort. The effort on the punt that we down inside the five uh, by Keaton Crawford, Keelan, uh, and the rest of the coverage unit. Uh, th- those were just some great examples. There's a couple we showed a play today of, of uh, Byron Murphy defeating a double team and, and making a really good tackle at the line of scrimmage. Just quality, quality effort that I was really proud of the guys. Uh, and, yeah, you can – I mean, I think that was reflected in how resilient these guys were. I talked about this yesterday after, you know, guys made some mistakes early on in the game. Um, the guys bounced back, the bounce-backs factor. These guys were really resilient, and a lot of the guys who made 
uh, plays late in the game in the fourth quarter in clutch time to help Texas get the victory. Uh, those were also guys who had some mental errors early on, had some maybe just because of butterflies, had some mistakes early on, and they did not let that deter them, derail them, or distract them. Uh, those guys stayed focused on uh, in the mission, eyes on the prize, and ultimately got that prize because of the way they performed in the fourth well, quarter. And you know this, Rod. I mean, you can you can coach you can coach mistakes, right? You but you can't accept not max effort, right? Mm-hmm. As long as you're going full bore and playing hard, we can correct the things that, that we're not getting right. It's a long football game, exactly. Uh, but we can't accept you know, less than your, your best effort. And they gave max effort for four quarters. They really did. And they, what they did is just correct some things and get things, you know, lined up. And uh, I think I think part of it is early game jitters. I think there was, a, you know, this Could is a big stage. you got college, huge stage. you got game day there. You've yeah. got the, the celebrities all on the sidelines watching this game. You know the eyes of the world are on you. So there could be some of that. But the fact that they, they, they battled through that and just kept playing hard and kept playing hard, um, that's the exciting part. And then never, never gave in. And, you know, to I know we're going to play cut about the fourth quarter coming up here, Rod. But I mean, look, think about the questions we had. We had three three real big questions about Texas throughout the off season. You know, quarterback was Quinn Ewers ready to step in and be him, and he was. Fourth quarters, and the edge pass rush. Mm-hmm. Well, gosh, we're all three answered in the affirmative in a huge way, uh, which is why people are very confident about this team now because the edge pass rush was great. I mean, it wasn't good. It was great. It was game-changing with Anthony Hill and, uh, and Ethan Burke and what they did to, to you know, sack the quarterback like they did five times. You know, that, that's the difference. You know, can they, can they not just pressure the quarterback? Can they get sacks? Can the quarterback not uh, just manage the game but actually lead his team to huge wins? And can Sark call a hell of a game and lead his team in the fourth quarter? All massive check marks on on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that fourth quarter, here's Sark uh, being asked about how Texas performed in that fourth quarter. So all in all, it came down to the fourth quarter, and um, you know, falling behind, and then you know, scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter, a variety of ways um, through the air, and then and then ultimately, you know, grinding it out with seven minutes to go on the ground when. We had to run it, and they knew we were going to run it. And then ultimately, you know, getting the quarterback on the ground on a critical third down play. And he actually expanded on that for his, his thoughts on the fourth quarter in another answer to a question from the media. Here's Steve Sarkeesian. And really working on the fourth quarter aspect, even in practice uh, throughout training camp and, and how vital the fourth quarter is. And, you know, I think one thing as a play caller – you feel like when you're having that lull, sometimes play it safe. Just try to find rhythm. Um, and Saturday, I kind of went the other way, um, quite frankly. You know, when, when we fell behind 16-13 there, um, played it pretty aggressively. You know, we, we kind of we went after them um, maybe a little more aggressively than I, maybe I would have a year ago. Um, and obviously it worked. <laughs> it worked this past Saturday, and we were able to score, I think, in three plays to regain the lead. Um, so I, I think the mindset of our guys, we have a veteran offensive team, and them understanding why we're calling what we're calling, I think that communication has been better this year as well of, getting out in front before drives begin so they can expect the calls that are coming, and I think that puts them at ease a little bit more. And, you know, it's interesting because Longhorn fans for, I'll say for years, for the last couple of years since Sark's been there, you know, he's, he's obviously improved this team in a lot of different areas. But one of the things that I think we've been critical of, and I think it's a, a valid criticism and a fair one, is uh, Sark's inability to adjust 
uh, in the second half or uh, maybe to anticipate adjustments by his opponents, uh, losing at times that chess match within the game. And there are different theories as to, you know, why Texas uh, wasn't a better second half or fourth quarter team and why Sark's play calling wasn't better in the fourth quarter and overtime uh, late in games. And maybe he just gave us the answer. We have a lot of theories as to what we thought were the reasons why Sark's offense were underwhelming, uh, <laughs> less impressive in the fourth quarter compared to the script or in, in the uh, the first half. And maybe Sark's saying right there that he's evolving. We know this. He's still growing. He's still, um, as a coach, you know, he is still kind of learning who he is as a play calling slash coach. And I do think we might have seen some growth from Sark in this moment, in this big game, and even hear him admitting, uh, yeah, man, usually I try to get the offense in a rhythm in those clutch situations in the fourth quarter. I usually don't try to go for haymakers in the fourth quarter like that. Um, But this time he was very aggressive and decided he wanted to go for the throat. And maybe there's a lesson learned by Sark from now on that he will go for the throat more. Uh, in those situations and be more aggressive instead of being a lot more cautious and conservative, especially now considering the weapons and the talent that you have. So that that may be probably one of the most underestimated areas of growth that we witnessed, E, sure. is that Sark himself in the fourth quarter, the reason they were able to outscore Bama 21-8 is because he real-time evolved as a play caller in that moment. Well, and I think it also indicates – you know him being vulnerable a little bit. That yeah, last year he was he was I want to say scared, but he just didn't trust his team. Yep, and didn't trust that they would execute what he wanted. So he went conservative, and as people would say, shelled up. Uh, well, you know that can blow up too. But as you said, as far as what this means moving forward, you know once you trust your quarterback and trust your team to execute and be aggressive on the road in that environment with the game on the line, mm-hmm. well, well now you trust them and they mm-hmm. trust you, and that's and trust is built and then it's earned and then you. You now have it, right? And now, okay, now I have a full a, a quarterback who's played a full season of college football, a quarterback who I've worked with now for two full seasons, who I trust to execute what I need to have happen on the field, and then he's got teammates around him. Because we said this leading up to the game, Rod, um, you know, it's not just Quinn yours. All all ten guys on the offense around him have to play really good. And for a while there in the first half, the other guys weren't playing great, right? They were mm-hmm. dropping balls. They were, yep. you know, not yep. doing the things. And but Quinn was still playing good mm-hmm. outside of a, you know maybe one drive. When they all got together and it became a concert of guys you know, playing at a high level and playing with high effort, that's when it, you know what we all got to see and witness yep. the twenty-one point explosion of the fourth quarter, which you know sets Texas on a track. And can you? That's why I say build on it. Now there's a trust mm-hmm. between the coach and the because they're going to have other games that are tight in the fourth quarter. This team is not by all means not going to come blow everybody off the field. Now no. and they're going to have games where they're just not on. They're yeah, just, that uh, happens. It's just not clicking. Yeah, yeah, it's like a like a pitcher in baseball. One night you go out throw a no hitter, next night you come back and you just don't have it. Golfers yeah. golfers know this too. Still got to find a way to get the dub though. You still got to win the game. <laughs> you got to battle battle your way through it, right? And to that point, defense, mm-hmm. if it's consistent, effort, special teams, offensive line. Uh, and that's why Sark said the two things where he really wants to focus on moving forward is is the coverages that you talked about, Rod, the blown coverages out of those bunch formations. Some of the, they got loose. They gave up too many explosives for his liking. And they still have to continue to work the run game. I know they ran the clock out, but that's got to be a level of improvement. He did say C.J. Baxter's a little nicked up again. Yep. Uh, but that that run game, because those are things that when, when you're not having a good day, you can lean back on. Run game. Um, you know, your defense, your special teams, and all those things were on point on Saturday, too. Good stuff right there behind the BOC. Coming up, we go off the record. How about this story, Rod? Uh, how about uh, politicians with benefits? 
politicians with benefits? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Uh, we'll get it. Will you vote for that when we come back on Ian Rodby? Things are improving on southbound I-35. Not perfect, though. Coming out of Round Rock and Georgetown, still slow because of earlier multiple crashes, most of which have cleared. Now, further south, 290 to the decks is heavy. Northbound I-35, a crash reported near Slaughter. I don't think this is causing any major extra issues, but it's still going to be slow. Now, the Hayes County delays are done uh, northbound on I-35, so uh, that part is good. Uh, we are dealing with a crash in the Maynard area, eastbound on 290, Greg Maynard Road, and so a little delay there. The westbound delays are still there, but the crash reported the Old Kimbrough Road, that's dropped off the board. Quinlan Park Road and 620, we've got a wreck there. FM 969 at Gilbert Road, another one reported. I'm Don Dutter, and there's your traffic. Viking Fence. You construction superintendents out there getting to work and getting to the site, contractors, event planners, if you uh, use and are in the market for temporary rental fence and perimeter security, uh, can't tell you enough and how often that Viking Fence is your call every single time. Uh, because, you know, when you build a permanent fence with Viking, when you have them install it and put that, you know, um, lead, industry-leading warranty on it. You're not going to talk to Viking for a while after that, I promise you, because your fence is going to look great and last the test of time. But with temporary rental fence, these are things you use for every project, you use for every event, and just go with the same company that is so good with the uh, the permanent fences. They're going to also save you time, money, and headaches on the temporary rental fence. They're committed to the prompt and courteous customer service. That means set up to tear down. You're not worrying about the, the perimeter security, the fencing, the lighting, uh, everything, the ba- bathroom services which they provide. Uh, it's everything. And then they have the flexible pricing plans that allow you to fix your costs and always hit the budget. You ask about their damage waiver rate. That will eliminate untimely chargebacks. Simply excellent work, great service, honest reputation. It comes with 50-plus years in the industry. 837-6411. Put it in your contacts right now. 512-837-6411 at Viking Fence. Find them online at vikingfence.com. When you think fence or temporary rental fence anywhere in the great state, think Viking. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. Texas best Hyundai dealership just got better. It's the ultimate grand reopening of Round Rock Hyundai. Happening now. A complete remodel inside and out. Exclusive customer lounge. Special Hyundai factory program vehicles like a new Santa Fe and Incentive. All backed by America's best warranty. 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Plus owner assurance. Based on total package of warranty program. Terms and conditions available. See dealer for details. See dealer for limited warranty details. See you at Round Rock Hyundai. 2405 North I-35 and roundrockhyundai.com. Seeking specialized patient-focused orthopedic care? Contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics. Our physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults. Spine care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and more. Whether it's a mobility or movement issue or a traumatic injury, our goal is to get you back to good health and quality of life. Visit us at TXOrtho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. 
It's the perfect time to transform your home or business with fresh new color. The team at Certipro Painters of Greater Austin handles every detail, worry-free from start to finish. Certipro Painters is the painting service you can rely on here in Austin, whether painting inside or out. John Bunnell and his team are ready to protect and beautify your space with a fresh coat of paint. Go with the pros at Certipro Painters of Austin. Get your painting project started today at certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. When you work hard, you sleep hard. And nothing beats the right mattress for turning sleep into a labor of love. And Factory Mattress is helping you upgrade your downtime for less during the best Labor Day sale ever. Rest easy with free 0% financing for five years and free delivery setup and removal. Plus, you'll save more than ever before because Factory Mattress is paying all your sales tax. My Factory Mattress. Experience the ultimate sleep upgrade with your choice of a Sealy or Simmons Queen mattress for only $4.99. Plus, save up to $700 on select Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets with a $300 gift included. And the savings don't stop there, because on top of all that, Factory Mattress is paying your sales tax. Don't miss the best Labor Day sale ever, going on now at Factory Mattress, for the love of sleep. My Factory Mattress. Our company, Repurpose, has a really cool mission. Get rid of plastic. Meanwhile, we had this problem. Our office was all paper. And nobody wanted to file paperwork, print checks, mail them. We don't do that anymore. Now we've got Bill. It lets us be digital. Bill saves us paper and time. No matter where our key players are, they have visibility into our cash flow. Goodbye plastic, goodbye paper. Automate your finances with Bill. Learn more at bill.com. A Cover 3 weekend brunch is the perfect way to kickstart a relaxing weekend. There's nothing like getting together with friends, family, and colleagues enjoying a delicious brunch with a Bloody Mary bar at Cover 3. The atmosphere at Cover 3 is always lively, and their Bloody Mary bar is a hit with brunch. With a selection of different mixes and garnishes paired nicely with their delicious fried New York strip steak and eggs or the breakfast quesadillas. Make the most of your weekend at Cover 3. Google Cover 3 to find a location near you this weekend. The Horns text line is brought to you by Specs, a Texas-sized selection of wines, spirits, finer foods, and specialty beers. Cheers to savings. Off the record on Hook 'em Up with Ian Rod B is brought to you by Viking Fence. DD Mega Doodoo. I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well I don't get a brain man. Cold. Well, congratulations. Continue good sex in, the, good sex in the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. So it didn't suck on uh, Saturday night. The ratings for the Longhorn game at Alabama, according to ESPN PR, they put this out about uh, 30 minutes ago. The game was ESPN's best regular season game for TV ratings since 2015. 8.8 million viewers. Yeah, 8.8 million, Ron. Best in uh, eight years. I'm not surprised by that. I mean, no, it was a great game, compelling to the end. A lot yeah. of subplots. Yep, and it was like you said, you you had viewership all throughout it. Like I probably maybe late in the fourth quarter, people tuned out, but I mean they had you for the entire game. Yeah, most viewed ESPN Saturday game since 2014. 
So, Man. I mean, the other ones I would tell you or indicate it would be uh, mm-hmm. like national championship kind of games. So a Saturday night game, 2014, the last time they had that many viewers, which is pretty amazing. It's two of the biggest brands in all of college sports, period. And then the game was very sexy and compelling with big plays and drama, 16-13 and third. Yours, yeah. you know, having, you know, his moment, his butterfly moment, going from caterpillar to butterfly. For our very eyes. Then you add all the connections. Sark being a former member of the staff. They had storylines galore. Well, and Tons good, of them. good ratings are about everything you just said, plus a game that people stick with all the way to the end. And, mm-hmm. and who could turn that game off? Yeah, exactly. Um, until the, the no. offsides call. Well, the only thing they might have heard is just uh, the disputes going on with networks and cable oh, companies yeah, yeah. and that kind of stuff. Because I had friends uh, who were like, oh, I had to go somewhere and find the game last minute, or they had to go stream it somewhere or get YouTube TV at the last minute, that kind of stuff. So that might have been the only thing that heard it, but that wouldn't be on a national there scale. There were rumblings that maybe there was a deal in the ahead of Monday Night Football last night. To, to get it done? With the uh, Spectrum and ESPN Disney. Uh, obviously did not get done. What do you have, Rod, and off the record? Another video that surfaced, a disturbing one from the Texas-Alabama game. Uh, from And it, it's, it's out there from a couple of uh, folks now, but I saw it at Longhorn's Guy at Burnt Orange Buzz. And uh, there's a video of players, Texas players, a few, a couple of Texas players, Jelani McDonald, Xavier Bryce, um, and uh, I think Trey, Trey Wisner. And they were just kind of celebrating and doing their own thing. And the video shows, or at least you can hear, uh, people from the stands, Alabama fans, hurling what have been described as homophobic and racial slurs toward them. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, to the point where Alabama has made a statement about it. Oh, yeah, the video went viral, and it went so viral, and I'm assuming Alabama did their own investigation. They put out a statement. Here's a statement from Alabama. I uh, got it from the Austin American Statesman saying the university does not support the behavior and that it will not be tolerated in its facilities. Quote, it's not representative of the University of Alabama and our values. We expect all attendees to act with class and respect towards others. Fans are strongly encouraged to report issues to our security resources on site. Game day and delayed reports are appropriately addressed and anyone found to be in violation of our rules and expectations will be promptly removed and may be banned from future events. The, uh, now viral video um, can be seen a lot of different places. Obviously, we had not planned it because it's filled with uh, slurs, yes. uh, very offensive language. But, yeah, fans from Alabama apparently were yelling some very uh, offensive uh, offensive things um, to uh, Texas players, and I'm assuming Texas fans had taken that and run with it. It's going viral because they want to um, – they would like recruits to see that video. So that recruits who are planning on going to Alabama mm, might think otherwise. I believe that's why it's going viral. Hey, by the way, um, Ty, do you know a website called Chatterbait? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. You do? The Uh-oh. one where you, yeah. I don't know that, but. It's Uh-oh. like random video calls, right? There's a there's a woman in Virginia, 40-year-old registered nurse, pra- nurse practitioner, who's a candidate for uh, the, the Virginia House. Oh, no. She's in a bit of a of a, di- a deal here now because uh, her and her husband were seen on this website, Chatterbait, um, sharing videos. Sharing videos? Trying to, trying to create tokens. I guess you give tokens on Chatterbait. I don't know what that means. You know about this, Ty? I've n- the, never visited the, the site. The Democratic <laughs> candidate for the Virginia House performed acts with her husband online, asked her virtual audience to pitch in with tips, and... Um, Susanna Gibson, mother of two young children, running for the competitive race in District 57. Um, 
Yes, it's the unconventional way. She's got 5,770 Chatterbait followers. And it's like OnlyFans for webcams. She told oh, her, gotcha. uh, her viewers and subscribers, we need more tokens. We'll provide certain acts. Hey. It's all raising money for a good cause. What's the good cause? Their bank she account? Doesn't say. <laughs> also said she suggested that she and her husband have tried swapping with different partners. Hey, now. Because she is ethically non-monogamous. But he doesn't like sharing. Oh. Hey, now. There's off the record. We're back. No idea why so many people are running into each other this morning, but it started very early, and it's just continued uh, just a steady stream all day. Like, for example, westbound on Ben White uh, near Lamar, a backup because of an injury crash. Here's another South Congress at Cesar Chavez. Here's another uh, 290 eastbound. This is going to be at Greg Maynard Road. Here's another 620 uh, right there at Quinlan Park Road, also FM 969 at Gilbert Road. And southbound Mopac approaching 183, a little bit of a backup, but more than a little backup because of a crash there. And we're just getting word of this one. Research heading toward Mopac, past Breaker. The march to Mopac is going to be interrupted because of a wreck. Now, here's some good news. Northbound I-35 near Slaughter, whatever's happening there, appears to have cleared up. We still have residual delays. But those delays coming out of Hayes County on I-35 northbound have cleared up. I'm Don Miller. That's your traffic. Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. Uh, yes, last night got a chance to enjoy some Monday night football, and it makes the Mondays a little bit better in case you got a case of the Mondays. Monday night football will help you out with that, but also a case of Bud Light will help you out with that. Nothing better than enjoying America's favorite game and America's favorite beer, football, and Bud Light. Maybe it's the NFL for you. Maybe it's college football. Maybe it's both. Like for me, it's got to be both. I'm a big fan of football at any level, but also a huge fan of Bud Light. So when you got your watch parties happening for your your favorite team or the big game, whatever it may be for you, make sure your fridge is stocked with the sure sign of a good time, Bud Light. You want to be the life of that watch party, just bring more Bud Light to that watch party. Or if you got a 